Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, thy well beloved spouse, and the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> Declare it with the voice of joy and make it known, even to the ends of the earth, the Lord has delivered his people. This is an exhortation, our introit this morning, exhorting us to make known with joy to the ends of the earth the truth that Christ has delivered us from our sins. And we must take these words to heart that God wants us to be heralds of the good news to others. And I'll quote St. Peter here, who says something similar. Always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for a reason for your hope. Hope that theological virtue which gives us confidence in Christ's promise of heaven if we obey him, if we do what he tells us to do, love him and keep his commandments. The Last Supper, Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. James says the same thing, our epistle this morning, be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. We <clears throat> prove our love for Christ and prove our faith, we'd say, by acting on what we hear. And we do this all with the golden mind of the kingdom. Christ won for us, opened for us the gates of heaven with his suffering, death, and resurrection. And he promises those who follow him to that they will attain that eternal life in the kingdom. We're made for this. God has put in our hearts an infinite desire, an infinite longing for happiness. And only God is capable of fulfilling this infinite desire. Nothing on earth can do that. No creature can do that, whether it's a person, whether it is a thing, fame, popularity, whatever. People who think that they will be perfectly happy in these things always are let down. They crash, and sometimes, as the rich and famous, we see that they even end their lives because they despair. It is Christ and his kingdom which we must be striving for, and this is because only in heaven will we attain the end and the goal of our existence, which is to see God. The beatific vision is called, the vision of happiness, where we will see God, infinite goodness, infinite truth, infinite beauty. His goodness, truth, and beauty will be unfolded before our eyes, the eyes of our mind, for all eternity. Because God is infinite, he can always keep revealing more and more of his infinite goodness, truth, and beauty. This is the primary joy of heaven. But there will also be 
secondary incidental joys of heaven. I'll name a few. One of them is will be communion with our loved ones. That's our hope. They'll get there too. We'll get to have conversations with the saints, the billions of angels. We will have in heaven complete rest from our labors, no more toil or sweat from our brow. We will have that peace of heart and mind for which we long, no worries, no concerns. All this is what awaits us in the kingdom. And that attainment of heaven is certain if we love our Lord and we prove our love for him by keeping his commandments, doing whatever he tells us. And where do we find where he tells us? Well, in the scripture and in the teachings of the church that have been handed down since the apostles. Jesus told his apostles, whoever hears you, hears me. I like to think of the teachings of Jesus in the Bible and in the church as the guide, the roadmap to get to heaven. We as Catholics, we have the fullness of the faith, okay? which means, in essence, that we hold the key to attain eternal happiness in the kingdom of heaven. And our introit today exhorts us to go out and spread the news, to be evangelists, so to speak, declare it with joy, make it known, even to the ends of the earth, how the Lord has delivered his people, how Christ has saved us, how heaven awaits us if we love Christ and love our neighbor and obey his commandments. That making the good news known to others is, is part of our duty as, as Christians. But in order to do that, we have to know our faith. One cannot give what one does not have. So in order to, to give witness to our faith, we have to know it. And how do we know it? Well, we, we can study it, we can strive to understand it better. One of the reasons for a homily, which a priest is required to give on Sundays, not on weekdays, even though I like to, okay? I don't like to pass up opportunities for, for proclaiming the good news and we come to understand our faith better through preaching of, the, of uh, the priest on, on Sunday Mass. <clears throat> and we can also deepen our faith by studying it. It's one of the reasons we give our children catechesis, so that they can learn about Christ, about God, about our salvation, about the truths of our faith. We do this with our teens to prepare them for confirmation. I stress to our confirmants, those before they're confirmed, that you're being confirmed to be a witness. It's one of the meanings of confirmation, to be a witness to others and to be able to explain and defend our faith when our faith is attacked or when people ask us for an explanation of our faith. We have to be ready to give it to them. If we don't know our faith, we can't help them. We can't be good evangelizers. And I'll just share one little anecdote when I'm teaching the freshmen three-year confirmation program, and I teach the freshman scripture, and, and I tell them, well, if someone asks you a question, you have to be ready to answer it. For example, if someone asks you, you know, why do you, you Catholics worship Mary? 
What are you going to say to them? How are you going to respond? Well, gee, I guess I should. No, we don't worship Mary. We, we don't put Mary on the same level as God. We honor, we venerate the Virgin Mary just as Jesus, her son, does, because she's still Christ's son in heaven. And we honor Mary through the Hail Mary. Where does that come from? The Bible. First chapter of St. Luke. Gabriel, the archangel, greets Mary. Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. And she visits Elizabeth. Elizabeth says, Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. Who am I but the mother of my Lord, my God, should come to me? That's, that's the whole first part of the Hail Mary. All we do is add, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. We're asking Mary to pray for us. We have to be ready to give an explanation for our faith. Explain it to people. One of the reasons every year I teach a Catholic tour of the faith class. Come, learn the faith better. You do it on your own, yes, a little more difficult, but we have a great book called The Catechism of the Catholic Church. Every house, every home should have it, sitting on a shelf. Someone asks you a question, be honest, say, I don't know, I'll go look it up, go to the catechism. Actually, you can get it online, just do a Google search, and uh, they have an excellent index you can look up an answer to, to questions, explanations for our faith. I have a Wednesday morning, 6 a.m. men's Bible study for the brave of heart. I don't like to get up that early either. Um, and uh, just in, in another week or two, I'll be, I'll be teaching a class. I'm going to teach a six-week class on the Virgin Mary, preparing people, uh, teaching them how to consecrate themselves, to prepare to consecrate themselves to Our Lady, to Jesus through her. Well, mentioned that uh, this past week I was in, in Texas, uh, in southern Texas. They speak with a heavy drawl down, down there. And uh, outside of Corpus Christi I was, Lamar, Texas, at a Schoenstatt Center Shrine. There was a Marian conference there. And uh, at one of the meals, one of the attendees, uh, a professor herself from, from Great Britain, Heard that I was an attorney before, she said, well, what led you to the priesthood? And I said, well, one of the things, very practical, I, you know, I, I said I used to get a sense of joy arguing a case before a jury. I did that once or twice a month, you know, to try to prove someone committed a crime, okay? Uh, that was satisfying to an extent, but I thought, you know, I could do something much more meaningful, having eternal value, if I could get up every week and speak to people about Christ and the salvation of their souls. So that's one of the reasons I, I entered the seminary, so I would be able to do what I'm doing right now, which gives me great joy. My point is, in saying this in my previous comments, we all must have apostolic zeal, that evangelical spirit, a burning desire, I mean burning, to share our faith with others. That's charity. We have a roadmap to get to heaven. We want to tell other people how to do it through Christ, through the Catholic Church. And we have certain certainty, relative certainty, that we will get to heaven if we follow Jesus, love him, keep his commandments. I'll end by sharing a little story. This past Easter vigil, we received a number of people into the 
faith, we received part of a family, three girls, almost adopted to our young teenagers. And I have to prepare them. They receive baptism, confirmation, and the Eucharist. When you're at the age of least, you receive everything at once. And in preparing them for confirmation, I explained to them kind of what I've been saying today. You have to be a witness to the faith to go out and tell the good news to others. Well, well they receive their baptism and confirmation, First Holy Communion. A couple of weeks later, they show up at Mass. At the end of Mass, they approach me with uh, one of the girls who has her friend with her. And she says, well, my friend, she wants to learn about Jesus and to be baptized. Almost brought a tear to my eye. I said, wonderful, we can arrange that for you, okay? Yes, well, we must all be those evangelizers, okay? It's actually, I like to remind people that's your job, not mine. To change, to go out and be loving in the world, okay? In the secular realm, you have to do that. You come here to be fed on, on the Word of God and, and strengthened by the Eucharist in order to do this. But it's, it's the lady's job primarily to, to go out and give witness to Christ. To declare with a voice of joy and make it known even to the ends of the earth that Christ the Lord had deli has delivered his people in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.